hey there and welcome to today's episode where I'll be basically speaking about how you can be single and happy while being single. Maybe to a lot of people this topic sounds silly, but the truth is a lot of people struggle with this, right? Because we kind of live in a society that really privileges a relationship and you know, most people are in your relationships, so naturally people who are single can look at those people and think, oh, that's what I should be doing too. But it's not that simple, right? First of all, you need to understand that everybody's different. There are some people who would probably be better off just being single rather than in a committed relationship. But, you know, that's besides the point. The point that I'm trying to make here is that don't just look at what other people are doing to figure out what you need to do to be happy, right? It's literally the, the goal of your life to self-discover so that you understand what are the things that actually make you happy. If you just do what everybody else does, you know, you'll be you'll spend your whole life trying to be like everybody else instead of trying to be like whoever it is that you are. It's pretty simple logic, but most people don't actually follow this logic. And for this video specifically, or this, this uh, podcast, if you're just listening to it, I'm going to focus on 10 main aspects that you need to focus on in order to feel okay with being single, which honestly, it's not so bad. It's usually bad if it's, uh, you know, lonely for you, if you don't know how to entice, quote, on, uh, you know, quote unquote, um, entice the other gender to be with you. Of course, it can be lonely. And also some people don't like to just do hookups or... To, to, some people just don't like to be with someone unless it's really serious and you know I respect all of those things so I'm going to be focusing on how to be happy without having someone like that in your, in your life uh, someone who's very special who's very close to you that type of stuff and you know the first thing might seem a little bit weird but the first thing you need to do is stop wasting time on social media not just if you're single in this one this is pretty much for everything but I just, I just want you to think, have you ever heard anybody, after they spent 30 minutes on uh, a social media, uh, either either one, you know, could be Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever, have you ever seen anybody spend 30 minutes on it and afterwards say, wow, that was amazing, that was so enjoyable, this was a great part of my day. I have never seen that before, never. I've never felt that way, never seen anybody feel that way. So I think it's safe to assume that it's just something that doesn't actually happen, right? And so what you're doing on social media is you're numbing yourself. You're distracting yourself. And what are you distracting yourself from? Your life, the situation you're in. And dude, it's life. You got to face it. If you don't face it, what are you doing here? You're just wasting your time. You're just mindlessly uh, scrolling and then wondering, why am I unhappy? Maybe it's because you're not looking at life head on. You're just avoiding it and hiding from the problems that you need to face. That could be a good indication of why you're unhappy, right? But, you know, even though this makes a lot of sense, the whole world is on social media over two hours uh, per day. So uh, what do I know, right? But, you know, the most important thing about social media also is that you need to basically, and this is, this is number two, by the way, you need to basically stop following people you'll never meet. Okay. I understand. Maybe you want to see what your favorite celebrity is up to. 
I'm not um, I'm not in favor of the celebrity worship culture, but hey, if you really like a celebrity and you're curious about their life, whatever. What I'm really talking about here is, you know, most guys follow, I don't know, around, I don't know what the average is, but I would bet it's at least 20 Instagram models uh, per guy. At the very least, some guys have way more than that. And the point of this isn't just for guys, because I'm sure there's a lot of girls out there who follow some really attractive dude that they'll never meet. Look, why are you doing that? Why are you following people who will never know you exist, who you'll never meet, who don't really matter. The only thing you want to do is look at their body or at their face. You just follow them for eye candy. But why would you do that? You're not going to meet them. Stop living through your phone. If you're not going to meet a girl, what the hell do you, do you gain by looking at her ass or her, her tits all day long? What do you gain from that? Seriously, do you really think it gets you closer to, to sex at all? Because it doesn't, not even close. In fact, it actually makes it worse because just think about it like this. Pretend you are someone who lives in a village of 200 people. And in that village of 200 people, there's one girl who looks like the Instagram models. But if you keep looking at your Instagram and you keep seeing the Instagram models, your brain is going to start making that the baseline level of attractiveness that works for you, right? So now that you've, gone, you've increased that baseline to a really high, a high level, guess what? Now in your village, there's only one girl you could actually be interested in. So you're literally self-sabotaging yourself when it comes to meeting someone new. If you're just looking at girls who, by the way, it's not even true. They're literally... It's wild. Like, I used to hear it's not true, but I've seen it myself, and it's absolutely wild. The, all the tricks that, uh, you know, some girls use just to portray this image of perfection, it's ridiculous. They are literally a different person on their app, and that's why they get so addicted to that app, because they fall in love with that fake, not-real-at-all version of themselves, and they don't even want to live in the real world anymore. The, they almost... They probably can't even get out of the house without wearing makeup because they feel like a, a sham, basically. They feel like they're just fooling everybody, even themselves. So you're literally looking at an impossible standard of beauty that doesn't actually exist in the real world. And then your brain is using that as your baseline level for actually being attracted to someone. And also, it's just stupid. You're literally giving attention to someone who has accomplished nothing at all but being attractive on a, a phone app. That's, I think that's, you know, a pretty good reason for that. And the next step, the next uh, item would be do not hate the other gender, okay? If you're a man, don't hate women. If you're a woman, don't hate men. Because that's just ridiculous. Why would you hate an entire gender? Do you know everybody in that gender? Or are you just being incredibly negative because you've had a few bad experiences? Don't get me wrong. I know most guys are trash. Most girls are trash as well. So you naturally feel like the other gender sucks. Relax. All you're doing is meeting the wrong people because thinking that most people are trash, just it's very negative thinking. Okay. So you need to basically just focus on meeting people of high value and of high quality. And that then when you do meet them, you actually allow that to, to change your opinion. Right. But you gain nothing from hating the other gender. Just think about it. If you're a woman who hates men, maybe tomorrow you meet, you meet this guy who's literally an amazing person. He's a philanthropist. He donates to charity. He's never cheated. All the good stuff. But in your mind, because all men are evil, 
you will not be able to see that in that person because you will only be able to see any little hint will give you that he's a trash person, even though he's actually not. So that's not the solution at all. And also, you'll bring hatred to you. You'll make you feel toxic inside. It's not healthy for you to hate an entire gender. Hate in general is not healthy. So stay away from that. Okay. And the other thing, the next up, the fourth item on the agenda is to just be aware of your weaknesses and then focusing on improving them. All right. And this isn't to impress someone in the future. This is for yourself. Because if you're, if you're not where you're at, where you want to be at right now, that's awesome. That means you can pursue that. That means you can improve yourself every single day. That means you have a purpose, a journey to, to go on. And this is where we're just focusing on ourselves. You, you, you owe this to yourself to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And guess what? Once you see the improvement, you will feel so much happier and much more fulfilled that it's insanely worth it. It really is insanely worth it. Okay. And... You know, next up, staying on this, you know, the relationship with yourself, plan your life for yourself. Okay, plan it for you. Don't don't plan it on the contingency of meeting a certain person who is this way or that way, or who has this thing, or who lives here or there, or who wants to do whatever. Plan for yourself. And then if somebody joins that plan, that journey you're, you're going on, that's beautiful. That's awesome. You can just add them to your plan, modify it a little bit to, to fit the person. And, you know, that's great. That way you're focused on yourself. And when you're focused on yourself, that's when you can, that's when you have the most uh, probability of actually meeting someone of high quality because you're not desperate. You're not desperately seeking anybody who will, you know, like you or give you attention. And that's an entirely different uh, frame of mind in general. All right. And then, you know, the next item is, it's pretty simple. It's just learn to say no, especially if you're saying yes, just because you're lonely, but learn to say no, as in, you know, know yourself and know what you actually want to do versus what you don't want to do. And then just do what you want to do. Okay. If somebody invites you to a party, but you don't want to go, don't go just because they'll be upset at you. Have friends that respect your boundaries, have friends that respect you in general. And this will automatically start to bring people into your life where, were just more beneficial to you and to your happiness, essentially. That's really the main thing here. But also, whenever you say yes, but you want to say no, that's like you're betraying yourself. And obviously, that's not going to lead to to very good consequences. All right. So just think about it. Next time someone asks you, asks you for something you don't want to do, think to yourself, I owe it to myself to say no because I don't want to do it. Please just keep this one in mind. And then next up, this one, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will hear it and be, maybe you'll feel, you'll feel a little bit irritated, but learn to enjoy being alone. I'm not kidding. Just it's incredibly possible. You can definitely learn to enjoy to be uh, to enjoy being alone. I have learned this myself and you might be asking, how can I do that? First of all, you take out of your, your mindset that being alone is bad. There's no reason why being alone is, is bad at all. It allows you to get to know yourself better, allows you to improve your connection with yourself, your relationship with yourself. It allows you to learn more about yourself, you know, get to know yourself better because at the end of the day, everybody should be striving to do that. And also, if you enjoy being with yourself on your own, that is a superpower. Think of everybody that you know that always says, oh, I want to go do this thing. Come with me. I don't want to go alone. All those people have 
a they they need a crutch. They need someone else with them. You know, like I've I've met so many people who said, "Oh, I want to go to the gym, but I don't have a gym partner. If I had a gym partner, I would do it." What are you talking about? You are your gym partner. Just go. You have a body. You have legs. You have you have arms. Go to the gym. Why would you not? Why would you need somebody else? They're not going to work out for you. You just can't rely on yourself. That's the big problem here. Okay. And so, if you want to learn how to enjoy time with yourself, the first thing you need to do is not care about what other people think, because what I'm going to say next, you know, most people will say, "Oh, what will people think?" It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All those people will be dead in a hundred years. You'll be dead in a hundred years. It doesn't matter what people think about you. Period. So. If you want to enjoy, learn to enjoy being alone, start doing uh, activities alone. Go to the movies alone. Go have dinner alone. Go bowling alone. Whatever it is that you enjoy doing, try it out alone. It might feel weird at first, but eventually you're gonna think, "Wow, I'm just like doing what I enjoy, and there's nobody to annoy me or complain or to ask me to do something else because they're not enjoying it as much as I am." Like you will see that if you do this for. I think just three months is more than enough. If you do this for three months, you're gonna be like, "Dude, this kicks ass!" Like, I love being alone. This is awesome. And after that, you know, trust me, you'll you'll be you'll be feeling very comfortable when you are alone. And that's just that is the number one key, most likely, to feeling good while you're single. All right, just being comfortable, uh, just being by yourself in general. All right. And next up is just you know, don't settle. Do not settle. That's the that's the mistake most people make, and that's in my opinion why there's such a high rate of divorce nowadays. Of course, there's other factors, but people just settle out of fear of being alone. And if they had followed all the advice I've been um, saying so far, or suggestions rather, that would be the the best word to describe it. If they had followed all those those suggestions, they probably wouldn't have felt the need to settle in the first place because they would know who they are. They would be happy with who they were, and they would just settle for someone who they would believe they would deserve, and also someone who deserves them as well. It's enti- entirely different. Um, picking a partner from a place of feeling good about yourself is entirely different from picking a partner from a place of desperation, from from a place of no one likes me. This person likes me, so I'll take it. It's it's entirely different. And whoever you're settle, settling for, you're also hurting them in the long run because maybe they're not settling. They're not settling for you. They they think you love them, and then ten years later you hate them because you settled, and now you resent them. And that's not their fault at all. So, yeah, just don't settle. This one was pretty obvious to to share with you guys, right? But uh, you know, since you're not settling, the next thing to, to, on the agenda is to just keep your options open. And by keeping your options open, I mean, for example, let's say you get a match on a dating app. I don't recommend dating apps, by the way, but let's say you get a match on a dating app, and you talk to this girl. She's kind of cool. And you're like, hey, let's go on a date. She says yes. At this point, some guys will literally be like, okay, that's it. I'm not gonna talk to anybody else. I'm, I'm gonna just respect her and whatever. Dude, you haven't even met her yet, all right? You don't know her intentions. You don't know what she's thinking. So. Keep your options open. After you meet her, really think if you actually liked her or if you were just happy to go out on a date. And if you go on a date and it's just a date, nothing special happens. Keep your options open until you guys have a talk with each other and you both realize that you two enjoy each other's company and you want to take it further and you want to make it serious. Keep your options open. That's it. All right. 
Yeah, and also the, the benefit of this is that because you will keep your options open, you will be less needy. And the less needy you are, the less likely you will, you will be to pressure the other person so much that they want to run away from you. So keep that in mind. And you know, lastly, the number 10 item is just know why you want to be with someone. That's the most important thing. Why do you want to be with someone? Why, what is the reason? If it's just because you're lonely, that's not a good enough reason. You need to have a better reason. You, have, you need to have a stronger reason. You need to say, I want someone, I want to be with someone because I want them to improve me. I want them to inspire me. That's something. At that point, you know, you need to meet someone that inspires you, someone who pushes you further. If you just want someone to take care of you because that's just how you feel better about yourself, then that's the kind of person you need to find, someone who's very caring about you. This is key because if you don't know exactly what you're looking for, if you, know, if you don't know exactly why it is that you want to be with someone, that's just a recipe for disaster because, again, you will pick the wrong person to be with you, all right? And the point of all of this is just to say, be happy when you're single because the one thing about being single that everybody undermines or doesn't even realize how amazing it is, is that you are free. You have absolute freedom, okay? Sure, if you're, if you're, if you're um, single with kids, that's a bit different, but if you're single without kids, you have the full freedom. You, you have as much freedom as you could ever have. There's nobody relying on you. There's nobody who will be sad because you travel somewhere. There's nobody calling you saying, hey, where are you? It's Saturday night and I'm home alone. Why aren't you here? There's nobody doing anything like that. There's nobody who will annoy you to do things for no reason or who will be needy of you. There, there is just freedom for you. You're, you're free to discover yourself, to discover the world to find your journey, to find your path, to find your purpose. You're free. So enjoy that. Enjoy your freedom. Explore your freedom. Go on adventures. Learn more about yourself. Improve yourself. All of that. This is how you feel good being single. It's by learn learning more about yourself and working on your relationship with yourself while continuously improving who you are. That's pretty much it for this one. I hope this was of value for you guys out there. If it was, please subscribe. And, you know, if you need anything, leave a comment. And that's pretty much it. That's all for, that's all for now. And I will see you again in the next episode. See you soon.